0: Okay, we are live. We just gotta get the way to stream up. Hold on, I got. I'm We're I know the stream started late because we just spent the last 15 minutes trying to get Alex's end of the stream to like get in to freaking work. Ooh, crap, volume off. There we go. Okay, all right, all right, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the hell just happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was just sitting here watching the whole thing. No, I, mean, oh, I, like, I
0: can Was just watching me like feel man.
1: I mean, it, it's Cameron's stream, so I can't do anything. It, it's her stream, so I can't do anything. And, and Alex is the one having trouble, and I'm just like, mm.
0: I gotta okay? no And I may have the old "Damn it, Orison!" <laughs> Twice, three times.
1: Three times.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was three. Or no, I texted Alex.
2: Yeah, it all capped, mind you.
1: <laughs> okay, but well, let's face it, Curtis has got nothing to do with this because we all know that man would fix this.
0: I know he would. Why did you help
1: me? Hey, hey, don't, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. don't break the stuffy. No
0: Mommy, Thomas have to have to have this conversation. <laughs> Alex, don't break the stuffy. <laughs> oh my goodness mad. me hi everyone yeah <laughs> so we're, we'll we're,
1: we're here <laughs> do
0: another episode your films are fantasies with kaylee starting <laughs> off with quite a bang this this episode
1: <laughs> oh shit and i thought the episode was a lot true
0: oh yeah it's, Right, so, as you can tell, I am once again joined by Alex. Finally. And joining joined us again. Yes, finally. <laughs> and we are going to be... Sorry, I'm trying to share the Facebook stream to a cat.
1: Sorry. I'm trying to, to do two things at once here. Nice. Um, season one, episode what is it, seven? Episode seven uh Uncle Danny, which of Uncle honestly, I love it. Uh,
0: I was gonna say, I know you had literally just watched it, yeah. So, like, what initial first reactions? What
1: when Uncle Danny walks in, and you guys gave me a warning about who played him, and I'm just like. Because, don't get me wrong, he's a great actor. He is. But all his characters are so freaking annoying. Like, he plays them so well. They're so annoying. But so Richard's day, like one the
0: sweetest them. guy. I
1: know! I mean, I've seen him in Leverage, Stargate, Lannis.
0: I not forgot he in Stargate.
1: And I'm just like, can I not get rid of this guy?
0: And he's on The Librarians.
1: For fucks.
0: He's in the episode um, In the Steal of Fortune. When they go to the casino. <laughs> Another bit of irony. Because guess what? <laughs> guess what? Today's full coincidence is because well, today. So it's the 7th. We're talking about the seventh episode of Almost Paradise. (laughs) The guest star for the episode was Richard Kind, who was in a casino episode of The Librarians. And Christian Kane has a song called Seven Days. And I remember the librarians, this character was, like, working with Fortuna. She was, like, the goddess of luck. Give
1: me, give me, give me, give me a minute. What are you Googling? <laughs> so, okay, so I'm really into, like, the universe and the meanings of things that people wouldn't normally realize. And yeah. the fact that you just listed off, like, three times we've seen the number seven... Surrounding this particular thing. I'm looking up different meanings for said number.
0: And also, uh, you can forget rule number seven.
1: Jesus. (laughs) That's why you use the damn song in your TikTok.
0: (laughs) Actually, that's not it. But I'll take it.
1: No, you're just obsessed with Christian, that's, that's... Babe, I got two posters of it. <laughs> well, shit. What? If that ain't something that hits me personally. So, uh, I found, the first thing I found was angel numbers, right? Because that's the most common.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Mm-hmm. It says, when you see the number seven, it means that you should turn more to your spirit spirituality your angels are sending you a sign that it is time for your spiritual awakening well fuck no that's that, that's just it's
0: that's, just oh my god Can we get into this episode? Yeah, sorry. Okay, let's get into this episode. Uh, Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Films of Fantasy with Kaylee. I am joined by Alex and Cameron, and we're off to a bang. (laughs) So. The episode we're going to be talking about, so before we get into the episode we're going to be talking about today, I'd like to thank our parent company, NAFCO.org, our electrical consultants, westpasystems.com, and also if you want to support the podcast, uh, you can go, you can buy a coffee on Ko-Fi at um, Films and Fandoms. So, yeah, check those out. And now uh, let's get into this episode. So this is season one, episode seven of Almost Paradise. We're talking, the episode titled Uncle Danny. And <laughs> the episode, a bit of an episode summary is when Alex Walker's con artist uncle comes to Cebu to try and make amends. Chaos ensues and Alex finds himself caught between protecting the world from his uncle and protecting his uncle from kind Ernesto. And as Alex discovers a very pissed off mafia leg broker breaker (laughs) so uh
1: (laughs) why did that literally just sound like something out of leverage
0: (laughs) it kind of is i mean yeah it kind of is but also it's kind of fitting just the chaotic nature of this episode given what just freaking happened (laughs) very fitting i must say the director for this episode is francis de la torre he also i believe directed was it episode three yeah, he also directed refill soup for the soul which is another very chaotic episode so francis must like chaos <laughs> Wait, why am i not hearing any audio Cheers. I'm not hearing it. Alex, like, see how you speak? Hello. Oh uh, God. Damn it. <laughs> Hardison.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: We're supposed to have this solved already. Oh my god! <laughs> well, this is going fan freaking tastic.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: All right. Sick as I'm getting. Wait. Oh, wait. Wait. Oh, my. Wait. Did I have you freaking mute? I, I think I'm mute back. Still, <laughs> yeah.
1: What the fuck? I'm so sorry. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing.
0: Okay. Right, let, wait. Let's ma- actually make sure we got audio. Okay. Okay. I can hear you. Pointed in you. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry.
1: Oh my god.
0: I ain't even drinking alcohol. Okay. This is an, It's an Arnold Palmer. Okay. But it's just iced tea with lemonade drink mix. Because I couldn't find actual lemonade. I've chosen auto former because... Child. Of... I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, so, the director for this episode, Francis de la Torre, who directed episode three, Refill Soup for the Soul. Writers for this episode are Eddie Quintana and Gary Rosen. So, we open... In Bangkok, Thailand, which we get a little uh, Electric Entertainment, or it's Electric Now cameo on a billboard. I don't know what if you noticed.
1: Was, that was kind of cool. It's like, oh, I, I, I this saw is.
0: that. There's like the city. Oh my god. I had,
1: I had to back that
2: up twice mm-hmm. to catch it. And then I paused and then I had to geek out over it and it was hilarious.
0: Yeah, and for those of you who are going to go back and rewatch the episode after this or whatever. It's in like the opening shot when they show this skyline, basically. Yeah, it's on a
2: billboard in the cityscape and yeah. you'll see yeah. it hard yeah. not to miss it. Mm-hmm. Now that we pointed it out.
0: Yeah. And we see a guy in a nightclub. His name is Jake, as we find out. I mean everyone's having a good time except Jake's having a bit of a rough time at the tables and he's talking to this guy who he's saying how like he just needs one more marker and he's just he's got to get even and asked this guy for a banquet
2: sorry about the train that just rolled through
0: (laughs) you know what it's fine I apologize. It's fine. It's fine. The way this freaking episode's gone. It it seems like
2: every damn time we try to do a podcast episode, a damn train rolls through and we're trying to get into the actual episode.
0: So Jake, so after Jake gets turned down, he heads to the bathroom then the music starts turn, turning ominous. As you see, he's being followed by who we later learned to be Arthur Pink, who is played by Errol Shan in the bathroom. And he also has this like this scar over his eye, which I thought was cool, <laughs> and creepy too.
1: Exactly. Like, but
0: like- well, when when a guy has
1: scars, you know, automatically he's the villain. Exactly. Not, not, well, well The fact that, that mm-hmm.
2: tr- true, but for me, when I saw him like lock eyes with who we but, find out to be the victim later, usually was anybody. Like, I, I, was yeah, I was like
0: another person. I
2: was like, oh this can't build. be good." I, had, I had a, a gut feeling. I was like, oh, this, this can't be good. This, this, this is bad. And then I saw the scar. It's like, eh,
0: crap. Mm-hmm. You're evil. Yeah. So, yeah. Because uh, Arthur follows Jake into the bathroom. And you only get a shot at the door. Like, he goes in, door shuts, but the camera stays on the door. But you hear, like, glass breaking and. And screams. <laughs> and screams, yeah, because uh, um, um, a murder has happened. Yep but then uh when arthur leaves the uh bathroom he, he has a finger in a glass
2: jar yeah it's actually like a, it looks know, like a which i must say that, i
0: forgot about when i rewatched this episode, when i just recently rewatched this to do yeah, my I
2: notes
0: i was like i had to pause it i said this before but, like, like the fact that, like, he just shows up with, like, a freaking finger in a glass jar.
2: True. And let me just say... Like, immediately
0: uh, raises the stakes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm used to, like, in leverage. That's how the stakes... Like, they deal with, like, bad people, but it's usually because there's, like, some unseen like power that they hold due to their position but in that power or is they're, inherently they're dangerous they're, or they're like con- that's the danger comes with the power position,
2: or their connections to people yeah those are the two common yeah, threats: their and power
0: or their episode, position
2: i i bring that up mm-hmm. in this episode that those are two keys two key things
1: Themes
2: they that I've, are. I picked up on rewatching it. But,
0: but like this is what the how many people have we seen dead on this show now? A lot. Two damn like many. on leverage you could count the dead bodies on like one hand. I'm pretty sure we're getting into two hands now. Yeah. At this point.
1: Do you say you're gonna play with like Almost Paradise when we're Supernatural fans?
0: Good point. <laughs> you know what? Fair point, fair point, babe. fair point, fair point.
1: I mean, how many times have we no. seen the same- Babe, movie? you know,
0: I blocked most of Supernatural out of my head because of the trauma it gave me.
1: <laughs> and yet you're uh, reading my pick.
0: Because I love you.
1: True. You're but, even helping me plan my ending. What the? F- <laughs> so I'm a good writer, <laughs> and I'm a good girlfriend. Both extremely true statements. Yeah. <laughs> but cool. okay, right.
2: oh, yeah, the reason I think the, the reason ball. why I'm I'm like drawn to these types of shows is because I have my own trauma, I guess, and I find comfort in people suffering through pain and all of that and i'm like hey they feel the way that i do hey
1: yeah you realize all of our comfort characters have never had a day of happiness in their lives well
0: one because it was supernatural that like really like central started of supernatural and that was where i actually started like processing a lot of the shit that happened to me
1: <laughs> true no then it
0: no, went what? to leverage and i was like Oh, I can actually oh. process this in a healthy way. And I can actually know use what, it yeah, what I exactly or
2: exactly moving on
0: and getting better.
2: Yeah, mine, mine <laughs> was <laughs> the library mine was the librarians, then mm-hmm. supernatural, and then leverage.
1: Mine was the leverage. They all
2: have a and they and have they have a true. common connection. Mm-hmm. Broken characters. And, Mm -hmm. it's like, the way that I, that, well, take Jake for instance, the way that he sees himself, he's broken. And Elliot, Mm -hmm. he's broken beyond repair. I consider myself sometimes like that.
0: We just, we just, like, the broken white boy
1: characters. (laughs) With long hair. You realize how our attitude when it comes to broken characters is, I can fix them.
0: Damn it, babe.
1: (laughs) True. I have to agree that. That's exactly what I thought when I first saw Elliot. I'm like, shit, he's broken. I can fix that.
0: That was not my first thought when I saw Elliot.
1: Don't even. (laughs) Mine was more...
2: Inappropriate.
1: (laughs) You realize Christian could potentially find these,
0: right? I don't give a damn. I I I, I don't I don't, I don't give a fuck.
1: I don't care.
0: I don't give a fuck anymore. I, do. I, don't,
1: care. I don't want to get blocked
2: <laughs> I could care less at this point. I don't care. All
0: right. Sorry, continuing on, continuing on. <laughs>
1: So, so when Arthur is, leaves, so holding the thing, sketchy murder happens with a sketchy dude mm-hmm. who gives off creepy, sketchy vibes.
0: Yeah. So he um he leaves and gets a phone call, or he answers his phone saying that like that gets done, and someone at the other end offers him another job. And you could tell he gets something texted to him because he's looking at his phone, but then it cuts to then he just leaves, who don't actually see what's on the phone.
1: Right. And it cuts to sure. fun yeah.
0: fact, real quick, fun fact. Jack, the actor who's playing Jack, according to the Facebook Live, at least, was played by the man who ran the resort they were staying at. Ooh.
1: Can you imagine burning something and then the director or whatever coming up to you like, hey, so we're doing this thing and we need an extra character.
0: Well I think what was starting to happen was because they were filming this like literally right before everything shut down. Like right. like hard. They were they were playing beat the clock. so they had to like make sure everything got done so they could like get everyone out.
1: Yeah.
0: And so I don't, I don't know if they just didn't have time to find another day player. I'm just like, oh, hey, there. you, because that's not the first um, actor. There's another example of this later on.
1: Watch us be the next example. <laughs>
0: No, no, but then, no. but Arthur, then we see that he has arrived at Mapton Airport, so he's in the Philippines,
1: which is where all the fun shit always happens. True, True. Cut so <laughs> so we go
0: to the gift shop. Alex is laying on the ground, he's doing his meditations. <clears throat> Which, but it's kinda of ominous because like you get Oh sorry, what were you? Sorry to me to cut you off, babe.
1: Which we all know he needs his meditation even though he eats
0: it. I think the meditation does shit. But
1: maybe well, that's just because fo- I'm too well, hyper
0: brained that I yeah. can't Well meditate. it
2: helps it it helps focus his his breathing to
0: calm him that's down. Him.
1: I just think, but
0: i don't do it through meditating i do it through music
1: i i think Same. it's like a, a placebo effect like you think it's working so it's working true you, that's like, true
0: well i mean that's how it stopped i stopped my spiraling
2: yeah. yeah well it's a it's a redirective uh tactic it's a psychological tactic. It redirects your mind from what you're panicking about to something
1: else. Yeah. <laughs> and then, shit hits the fan when Uncle Danny walks in.
0: Oh yeah, well, the way it's this...
1: <laughs> more like storms in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, what's interesting? The way this is this is shot though, it just shows that like someone is opening the door, and we just saw this scary dude who just murdered a man and cut off his freaking finger.
1: Yeah, so we don't see. So
0: him. you're like, oh shit, Alex- is that the dude about knocking on Alex's door and about to raise hell or something? I don't freaking know.
2: Okay, my part immediately. <laughs> even like, the thing- music
0: reveals that, but then it's like, yeah, just but the here, door like door opens and it's just Uncle Dan.
2: <laughs> I know he storms in, but before that happened, my mind immediately went to. Kai and Ernesto, like, banging on the door, wanting to, like, get him out to help them. Oh, like
0: Arthur was after Alex. Yeah. That would have been interesting. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way yeah. that Uncle Danny. Oh, wait, Alex, did. do you have a black bandana on and a black t-shirt?
1: Yep. <laughs> I can't find my bandanas before these. I have, uh, I have a black T-shirt underneath my flannel. (laughs) 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 We were talking about this last night.
0: We're still shooting season two right now, and Christian Kane and posted, or there's a photo of Christian Kane with I think the actress who plays Rita, and he has yep. camo cargo shorts on and a flannel. And yep, you so were saying they, that well, camo and flannel don't shirt. go together. Now it's like I, I like they do. So I made a point and wore camo and flannel today just for you to prove a point.
1: Okay, oh, yeah, but this is what I look like in a bandana. Mm. But I can't freaking find it.
0: Don't worry, oh, I no. got spare.
1: It's pink. I need a black one. I okay, got black one.
2: Walmart. Walmart.
1: Walmart.
2: Walmart. Literally, literally like $2. black one.
1: Anyway, Uncle Danny walks in.
0: Yeah.
1: Rings the bell. And Alex is like, go away, <laughs> we're closed.
0: What's funny, yeah. But then Andy, Danny just goes in, like, how's my favorite nephew? I, and Alex's <laughs> eyes get wide. Like, he's oh heart monitor's gone off. And okay. he, I think he's shaking a tad. <laughs> I
2: mean, a little bit. You? But, but he had the literal shit scared out of him. Like that.
1: I mean... I mean if the person that raised you to do shitty things walks in while you're trying to relax yourself and like not let your health condition kill you um you'd be pretty freaking
0: pissed off
1: yeah shit.
0: Wait, wait babe have you what? read my almost paradise book?
1: yeah a couple chapters
0: okay have you gotten to the uncle danny chapter Okay, you should. I will. I okay, no, no, I'm sick. Because I have a couple of, I have a couple of notes regarding that. <laughs> it's particularly funny because what you just said reminded me, of what I did, um, that I would see Ev's reaction, to having, to like Uncle Danny coming. She's like, "Well, shit, I got to meet my." Well, they weren't actually boyfriend and girlfriend at times. It's like, oh great, now I've got to be my boyfriend's uncle, and I'm in, like, night clothes. <laughs> basically, she had pants on. little to
2: no clothing, yeah. Yeah, basically, Jana bottom. You,
1: forget you I have, it. like, four you know, of them
0: Probably one of Alex's t-shirts, I imagine, I think is what I of said course. she was wearing.
1: You guys forget, I have like four of my own sticks going and I just posted a chapter yesterday or was that the day before.
0: But the point is this entire chapter, she's basically like, I'm going to fucking kill him and burn shit on the line.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the relationship between siblings. If anybody else hurts you, they're dead, but I get to kill you.
0: <laughs> a bit.
1: Oh, my God. But also, That's I have a line weird.
0: about Alex being like, no, Ev, don't. I ain't breaking your ass out of jail. <laughs> I ain't okay. bailing your ass
2: out of jail. That that, that reminded me of
0: <laughs> I'm uh, sorry,
2: I'm... an episode. This, this is funny, but briefly, since we're on the topic of fiction here, um, there was an episode of my uh, TNG fic, book two, where... Mm. <laughs> Elliot and Natasha's kids are arguing, and Elliot and Quinn walk in. They're like, children, behave. And they're and, and Matt goes, I ain't a child. I'm a grown-ass adult. Or something like that. I and my child Quinn, said to me, you're a yeah, child. Yeah, Quinn's Quinn bag is like, uh, he, he says something along the lines of, uh, sweetheart, no, you are a child. And you always will be. <laughs> Or something like that, and she just looks at him, dead in his eyes, and is like you better run. And yeah. Elliot says something like, "Yeah, you 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 better run, dude." She she's serious. I can see it in her eyes. <laughs> that's that's my look. You better <laughs> run, and he does. Oh, There's nothing funnier wants, than
0: the joke of yeah, Elliot realizing sprint- his daughter's a yeah, mini him.
2: Yeah, she sprinted after Quinn, tackling him <laughs> to the ground, and got him. Basically in an arm bar, him oh on the ground, God. her on top of him, holding him down. He's like, okay, I give up. And don't then she did don't it question to Eli. it,
0: babe. Don't question it. Don't yep, question
2: it. And then she did it to Eli twice. <laughs> and to and to her hus- future husband like
1: three times. Or did I just start? Jesus Christ. Somebody
0: help me. Oh no, it's okay. Okay, moving on, moving on. <laughs> so and also, it's interesting It's, like the camera like this is actually a very cool camera shot, and this is how they do So basically, it's the background zooms out as, the camera, as it zooms in on Alex's face. And you hear the heart monitor growing off, so how they do that. Fun fact, film knowledge with Kaylee here. When they have the camera, they pull the zoom, but they pull the camera in. So if this is like you pull in the zoom and this is like the camera, you pull the zoom so it zooms out, but or let me back it up. You're like, you're doing that, but you're pulling the camera in so it looks like it's going in opposite directions. Yeah, exactly. so that's how they that's how they film that. But it's really mm-hmm. cool to establish that like
1: Because this is also
0: pointed out in the Facebook Live is Christian pointed out that Alex is usually offense. He's always playing sort of offense, but this is the first time we've seen him play defense. In a way, like because he knows Uncle Danny, he knows what Uncle Danny knows. He knows Uncle Danny knows how to push his buttons, so he is playing defense. So like to protect
2: himself. Yeah he, yeah, he... It's flipped. The script's kind of flipped mm-hmm. a little bit. Instead of him having his guard down and him being on, like... He's the one that's doing the harm to somebody else to take them mm-hmm. down. He has his walls up and trying to protect mm-hmm. himself because he knows what Uncle Danny is emotionally capable of doing to him because mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. did it before. Mm-hmm. And what he's physically able to do with his mind Mm -hmm. is able to trick him Mm -hmm. and he doesn't want that to happen again
0: yeah so as we kind of said earlier Uncle Danny is played by Richard Kind he also I forget the best one he also he guest starred on an episode of Leverage two episodes it was the two part season two finale the two strikes job No, the three strikes job. Sorry, and the Maltese Falcon job. He's Mayor mayor, Brad Culpepper III.
2: I kind of forgot about that.
1: I didn't.
0: That man (laughs) was burned. Oh my god!
2: I think I blocked it out because of like the emotional damage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I everything I've seen that that man is in, I have never forgotten.
0: It the only part i remember about that freaking episode oh. Oh. is elliot freaking <laughs> uh, not... zip ties uh, i don't know
1: <laughs> his curly hair <laughs> because he was so no no you know what i remember from that episode the code word jambiwaki Jam- it's a wire he's got a wire <laughs> <clears throat>
0: Oh, uh, okay. can't continue on. Continuing on. So Uncle Danny starts making himself at home, much to Alex's annoyance. He <laughs> looks like he wants to murder Uncle Danny. Yeah, Alex looks like he's about to commit a murder. And he's going to have to call Kai and Ernesto to cover it up. They
1: would covered
2: up, though, would they? Nope, they would arrest know. him and he'd be in jail. But Kai would punch <laughs> him in the
1: face first.
0: I feel like Ornesto would- Maybe. Well, either way, you could probably- Alex is like, like you're already on thin ice, and you ain't even five minutes in here. <laughs> like. So Alex offers to like get him a room at the hotel for a discount, but Danny says they'll just share Alex's bed, which is weird. But to be fair, I've done that when I've stayed at friends' house. When I stayed at a friend's house, I have too. So <laughs> I suppose it's not that weird. Yes, yeah.
2: I've slept like on either like on top of the covers in a sleeping bag or on the floor, on a, in a sleeping bag.
0: Yeah.
2: Or if they have like a couch in their in their bedroom, I will sleep
0: on the couch.
1: <laughs> when I had friends over, I would always sleep on the floor and give them my bed.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, you ain't sleeping on the floor when I come over on Thanksgiving, babe.
1: Yeah, well, I'm not doing that either because Jen will attack me. Well, not attack, but he's, he's cuddling. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Alex. Yeah. Poor Alex. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, Alex.
0: I literally made a TikTok about how I revealed too much on this damn podcast, <laughs>
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> okay, let's, like, go to the next scene so we don't have
0: to, like, go see Mary. <clears> throat> throat> from- okay, so basically... We're,
1: we're already, like, an hour. So
0: basically, Danny... Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we're already 36 minutes into. there, so yeah. Good idea. So... <laughs> Alex is basically just confused as to, like, why Danny's even here to begin with and danny's reveals he's here to or that he's joined gamblers anonymous because he's come to make amends
1: and uh, (laughs) And the look of confusion
0: yeah alex is not buying this like at all because i guess they didn't have connor as anonymous huh (laughs) exactly And Alex is like still not buying this, and as there's like a cash settlement involved because he's freaking broke. Yeah, and we find out more about Alex's past, and that Danny taught him everything he knew about how to lie, cheat, and steal, which is how he became like the best undercover DEA agent that they had. you know so much money it's like what, what, what's even, like what about psychologically i'll say it again a kid should not be out crying and, which of course i was like crime is fun no.
1: the <laughs> no. teacher, teacher
0: could, teacher could have, i mean how to no. do crime crime is fun
1: no
0: Ow. No. damn it parker <laughs> Oh god damn it, um, Harrison and Dammit Parker this I, episode. We're on a roll. I had you. I had you. <laughs> so Alex asks if he's like up, come like come to apologize and and Alex is just annoyed, but then Danny drops the bomb that he saw Evelyn.
2: And that's he was Alex's see. daughter. Yeah, it shifts, and he immediately gets
0: pissed. Like that's whole yeah, because he immediately gets ticks gets ticked off. Follows Jane, runs and follows Danny I, outside. Like you,
2: yeah, what? I did. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> write,
1: it was like,
0: yeah. oh, by the way, I saw your daughter leaves. Yeah, yeah, it's like you and, what
1: like but, instant but yeah, I, protective
0: I didn't, I didn't, dad mode
1: on. yeah
2: well i didn't write that this down but i was thinking it i was like oh that's that's papa bear mode coming out it's like you, oh, yeah. you you saw my daughter Dude, what is away what? From her. i'm gonna kill you <laughs> you that's my kid yeah,
0: yeah. And, like, once he actually gets, like, settled down a bit, he, like, asks how she is, and Danny says she's good, and she looked like her mother at that age. And then you can tell Alex is kind of hurting when, like, he asks this next question, because he asks if she said anything about him. Because I have a feeling he knows the answer to his own question.
2: Yeah. I can kind of see it in his eyes that he knew.
0: He had a gut like feeling. He what Dan- yeah, he knew what Danny was going to say. When Danny says that, like, she's mad at him. And he, she thinks that her damage is because of his damage, and which is why Danny has come to make amends, which causes Alex to snip again, like, make amends. But then Danny says...
1: He goes into full...
0: You should, too. Think- and then leaves. Like, fuck you.
2: Like <laughs> don't well, he Alex had the look of like on his face that I, I son of a, stupid train. The the look on uh, Alex's face was like,
1: I don't think that word means what you think it means.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? What did I miss? I missed something because I was getting quote, injured. P-
1: Princess Bride quote. Inconceivable. I don't think that word means <laughs> what think it means. That's like my favorite movie. <laughs> I, know, I love it I have never seen Princess Bride. <laughs> We're watching it. We are watching it. I swear to God, we are
2: watching it. You have it. to watch it. It's so good. Okay,
1: okay, okay,
2: okay. Don't make me do the thing. hmm. Alex? What?
1: Behave.
2: Make me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what I thought.
0: Moving on. But, but like, but you can also see it in Alex's face. Like, he knows Danny's right, I and mean, that's why he hates it. <laughs> It's because he knows he's right and they they're at a restaurant and you know, Danny's eating seafood
1: <laughs> Alex can I love
0: seafood me. but uh-uh, I'm too broke to eat seafood I <laughs> we find out that Alex doesn't even have his own daughter's number and he purposefully like he stays away. Like he purposely stays away. And he also sends her money every month.
1: Oh, yeah. Which that's-
0: is why he's always broke. Yep. Sorry, Jesus Christ.
2: It's like, huh, that's where your money's going. <laughs> Smart.
0: He's sending money every month to her. And Daniel's like, like, I know this is rich coming from me, but Money isn't everything. What's funny is the look on Alex's face is like, I know you'd. <coughs> Crap. Sorry.
1: Alex is like, I know but, you just say
0: that. I know I did, did not just hear you say that with a straight face. <laughs>
1: True. And he also had, like, the. just the way his.
2: His body language changed ever so slightly. He's like, "I don't feel." You.
0: Yeah,
2: you're lying to me. Uh, no, no. Mm-hmm.
0: So Danny leaves, saying he's gonna hit some golf balls on the range, and he leaves. But Alex realizes he left him the bill, <laughs> which dick move. You don't do that.
2: Yeah, and he's like. Oh.
0: So he can't tracks down die. Corey. So he tracks down Corey and finds out that like they already made an arrangement, but the seafood tower wasn't like covered. So she put it on his utility tabs. <laughs> his utility tab. But now it looks like he's gonna freaking kill Danny.
2: Yeah, he's got he's got that uh murderous look in his eyes, like, I'm gonna kill him. Yes. I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, I don't care if I get a job, I'm gonna kill
1: him. Can we just take a second to appreciate Christian's acting for this episode? It's his
0: micro-expressions that does it.
1: Yay! Exactly. Yes.
2: But, here's the thing. With the actress who plays Corey and him, those two in a scene together is freaking hilarious. <laughs>
0: yes.
2: It cracks me up.
0: Yeah. I love then it. We go, yes, then we go to uh, this conference room in the police station and compa is handing out assignments and Ernesto comes over with coffee with um and sits besides beside Kai and she's complaining because she thinks that a Compa has no respect for her because like they're not getting assigned good cases. And Kai's like if you had another partner you would be getting real assignments and Ernesto's like they're all real assignments, guy, Which is exactly what... Direct... Because like, I've even... Been told that, in, like, theater, like, there's no small parts.
2: Yeah, it's all... It's one piece of the giant it, picture.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. And um, then so assigns Kai and Ernesto a counterfeiting case. Or a counterfeit currency case, basically. Someone's passing phony money through the resort. And, but and Ernesto goes to get the file, and you can tell that Kai's upset. So back at the gift shop, Alex is selling some sunscreen to an English woman. And he sort of like upcharges her a bit on the sunscreen. A A lot. Oh, God.
1: Man needs money. His uncle's in town making him broke. (laughs) Even more broke.
0: Then Danny comes out saying that, like, Alex is all out of hot water. Er, sorry, this woman who buys the sunscreen was actually, um, Sam Rochelle's and Christian Kane's dive instructor. <laughs> but I think this is another scenario where they were like running on the time crunch. They're like, hey, can you quickly do this little bit so we can do this scene? Kind of thing.
2: Yeah.
0: is so. Danny's gonna head to the golf course to play Kaluki with some friends he met. Now he's like, Oh, Kaluki! No, it's like, or Danny's like, like It's not for money, just conviviality. Yeah, okay. And Danny offers to have Alex come, but he declines. Then he just looks back at Alex, like, Honey, it's good to see you. And it's no problem if stay in here. Now it's like, no, Uncle Danny, it's fine. It's smelling. But then he's immediately on the phone with Dr. Cotel, like, it is a huge problem. He's Which I find like, hilarious.
2: He's like fed up at this point, way past fed up. He's yeah. like, I'm, I'm
1: done. I can't. I no, can't
0: I don't said, this and could Uncle be be a good thing."
1: for what? Maybe a couple hours?
0: couple hours at Tops, yeah.
1: Uncle
2: Daniel reminds me of a toddler in a
0: sugar rush. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, um... Doc Tell's like, oh, this should be a good thing. You know, you can reconnect and start healing. And I was like, it's not really Danny's thing. Like, it's making trouble. His thing is making trouble. And, like, he blamed him for a lot of his problems. Doc Tell's like, we talked about this. When you blame, you just reinjure yourself. And Alex it says like well there's a lot of like there's a lot of blame like, do go around. But Caesar Nestle and Kai come up so he hangs up stating that he has customers. Liar. Which let me tell you that freaking blame thing. You know what sometimes you just gotta blame somebody for your problems.
1: Exactly. Yeah, like the person that caused your problems in the first place.
0: Which is probably why I have daddy issues. 'Cause I blame well, I'm the
1: problems of my brother. <laughs> Woman. Well, Behave hey, hey. I mean,
0: look, everyone knows that at this point, Alex.
1: Okay, but like if you're out of food, do you blame yourself for eating the last of it or do you blame your parent for not buying you more food? Like if you're if you you're a child like, living with your parents do you blame yourself for eating the last of the food because you were hungry, or do you blame them for not buying more food?
0: both <laughs> i'm gonna say both because that's how like, eating
1: disorders are made welcome to the club oh. rude hey i got it too
0: look it's, it's known by now we all <sighs> got issues it's nothing the, we hide
2: the fact that like i'm drawn to dark humor says a lot about me same And.
0: Okay you everyone would go insane if they didn't approach anything with a bit of humor exactly I I either
2: dead or in a mental hospital
1: true i've said both i can agree that that um, dark humor is better i'm gonna move on respectfully
0: So Alex reads them and they start talking about this case. And, to, and like they're talking about how the, like, there's a grifter working the resorts, passing funny money, thousand pay some notes. And you can see Alex in his head is immediately like, Yeah. yeah. It, you know, he's he's like doing the timetable in his head. Mm-hmm. He's doing the math. And he's like, You can kind of see the motherfucker. Like,
2: yeah. Well, well, there's two things happening. There's one, there's the motherfucker. Damn it. And two, Uncle wait a minute. Hold on. That lines up with son of a... <laughs> you
0: know, it's like, motherfucker, I knew he wasn't. Like, I knew Uncle Danny wasn't here for honest reasons. Yep. No point is, Alex immediately knows that Danny has to do with this. So, but yeah, he tells and- him
2: and i uh, i also wrote down the grifter it's uncle danny
0: yeah yeah and alex knows this right off the bat yep but he like asked for any leads descriptions because they have none because they're still on the legwork stage so alex offers to like have his eyes peeled and ears open and they say their goodbyes and leave so then once they leave Alex starts inspecting Danny's golf bag which he finds
1: that that was actually really smart that he starts there because you know nobody would ever think of doing that
0: yeah because he like first searches the pockets even like searches inside where the clubs go doesn't find anything then he starts tapping because it's like a hard case so it starts tapping on the bottom and hears that it's hollow. Which is where Danny stores his money.
2: Yep, and he lays it on the bed and opens, like, the bottom part of it. it yeah. His and
0: then he oh, takes the money, the fake money and leaves.
2: Yep.
0: And Danny's shooting the shit with his new friends.
2: Quote, unquote, friends. <laughs> yeah
0: he's telling a funny story i'm
1: sure nobody is really your friend sophie
2: <laughs> whoa
0: <laughs> okay fair 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 but i mean come on you just see then like alex you just see uh, alex then come up to danny leaning in his ear and it's like i like like i need to talk to you and Danny excuses himself in these with Alex, which I was honestly expecting and would have been hilarious as hell had they done this.
1: Uh, bring your ass! <laughs> bring your ass here!
0: Oh, because I love that scene in The Office Job. That is like my favorite scene in The Office Job, and it makes me laugh every damn time. Is when the film, doc- the filmmaker being creepy to Parker and Harson and Elliot stop their old married couple bitching for that one (laughs) moment and both yell yes so Parker can steal his wallet because they know that their girl likes stealing shit from people's wallets. But
2: here's the thing When he did that, the way that he leaned over and put his hand on his shoulder, and he, he angry whispered, I was like, "It's oh, kind of cute."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why am I here? And totally did not make anything of So move on.
2: But okay, I have to say something else. This is, it just popped in my head it's like what? with a marshall she was like and he's like why teddy bear it's like because you're cute when you're angry <laughs> <laughs> you're cute
0: when he's angry
2: Because <laughs> he is he's adorable when he's mad
0: and boy does he get mad i don't know because like they're going <laughs> and they're kind of whispering and danny's like they're jumping to conclusions based on that and Danny's like go find nothing you mean like intuition or life experience then yeah or the local cop showing up (laughs) he is like shaking in his boots right now no it's converse Converse.
2: yeah his hands are shaking uncontrollably because he's so pissed
0: Mm -hmm. he's like i don't know anything about kind but like i'm the victim here but they also like reveals that he switched his money out with some guy at the airport and that's the guy the cops are after now because it's like you always have an excuse you always have an explanation daniel i guess that a guilty person doesn't have an explanation and asked if his money is no good anymore But uh, guilty people do have an explanation it's called a motive
1: <laughs> true <laughs>
0: I mean, that is the why of the who, what, when, where, how, and why. <laughs> so then this older guy that Danny is playing with yells that it's his deal. So Alex is like, then why are you hiding? in the, the bottom of the golf bag, Danny's like, because that's where I gave my travel money. And Alex is like, you're lying. Like, do you even have any real money on you at all? And Danny's like, no. <laughs> yes, a little American. And Alex just holding his hands out like, "Give it to me." So Danny hands over her, her more. And Alex like kind of gives him a note like, "And then you got more on you. Hand it over." <laughs> then he puts out his other and like, "I know that ain't well, it." Yeah, he's like, "Give yeah. me the rest of it."
2: Come on, come on.
0: Give me the rest of it. And Danny hands it over and Alex like, "This isn't over. I gotta do some business." So just to stay
1: out of trouble until I get back. He's
0: <laughs> like jumping in annoyance. Because he is fuming as he is leaving.
2: But, but it's Dana's adorable. Like, Calm
0: down. He gets so upset. Jeez.
2: It's, <laughs> adorable, it's, dumb, though. Danny. it's adorable though. It's adorable it, though. It didn't have the desired effect on me. I would have been cracking up.
0: Because it's
1: adorable.
0: Yeah. So okay, continuing on because we are we're wearing this so back at the resort corey is vips and alex tries paying her off or paying down i guess i should say and corey you after a bit of negotiating takes some money <laughs> it's funny she like takes the money stuffs it in her bra and it just creates more now, it just sinks away. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Alex tries talking to her about Corey's distracted by all these VIPs. And in like Corey reveals to Alex that like the VIPs are the Yi family from Singapore. And they're being like the t- t- typical douchey rich people like one by all the sweets and they're causing the traffic jam in the marina with all their yachts Do you know
2: what that's referencing? And she's crazy says rich it Asians.
0: Crazy. Yep. <laughs> the movie crazy because uh, I was like like who are they? Of course like you know that movie? They are way crazier and way richer. But that's the movie, that's what it's referencing is the movie Crazy Rich Asians. Yep. Which I haven't seen.
2: Me either. It looks but, stupid.
0: Yeah, that's just because it's not my personal taste.
2: Exactly. I'd rather watch more of like I'm actually, Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we're like 20 minutes
0: into the episode
1: and we're like an hour.
0: I'm continuing on. And also, Alex finds out that they booked all the golf tee times, so he's also realizes now that who Game is playing with is the Yi family. And as he leaves, Arthur walks in. So Alex gets gets some cunt, gets some clubs. And he's wearing has on bright orange, bright neon orange pants, or he just has a great t-shirt on.
2: No, it's a it's a, it's a mint. Bat. No, it's a mint blue. Is like
0: shirt? A, a, it's a neon on orange. lily has it over his shoulder at that point. Yeah. But he is and he's like, everywhere you look, there's a damn me. Because it's like. Basically, everyone that they interact with is a he. And, and so Alex meets back up with Danny. And he kind of puts on this, like, whiny child kind of voice. And is like, Uncle Dan, you said we were going out today. Like, that whiny, like, child. Like, I didn't get what I want, so I'm going to whine about yeah, it. Yeah,
2: he's playing... Yeah, he's playing the nephew card at this point it's adorable. He is
0: adorable. Yes. is, Which works because they let him in on this little game that they got, which is for money. It's for five thousand a whole. And what's kind of important is um Alex like thinks it's like five thousand pesos a whole, but as the younger he explains it's like the currency rates one-to-one so american singapore, singapore dollars it doesn't matter and they share a look and then they leave or alex and danny share a look and then they leave so okay so they get in a golf cart or they're in a golf cart and danny is, and alex is like what happened to this new leaf then danny asks if he's trying to like one convention alex like i'm not going to let you fleece these guys and then argue over what alex is going to do with the money because alex wants to give it back but danny argues it's well he says bulging yeah he argues that it's bulging and alex argues it isn't because it's like he's just not taking a bet Danny's like, well, it's not the spirit of the game. game. And I'm pretty yeah. sure watching is a slur. <laughs> and Alex is like,
1: doo Welsh. <laughs> Which. Okay, the same vibe that we get with Alex and Danny is the same thing we get with Jacob Stone Ezekiel and Ezekiel in librarians. Yeah. And also,
2: and, and, friggin'. Elliot.
1: Part
0: yeah, a bit, but <laughs> so I did some I actually did some research because like I heard that line I was like
2: Okay, hey before it? you get into hey, can before you get into the research that you did, yeah. can I can I mention the little note that I have about the golf outfit real quick?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it looked like he got threw up on by a freaking highlighter. <laughs> <laughs> I will never not unsee that now.
0: It's bad, guys. It's bad.
2: <laughs> it's horrible.
0: It's bad.
2: Sorry, Christian, but I love you. I love you. Look, Don't hate me. We love you,
0: we loved, we loved him. But that boy cannot be choices. allowed to dress himself. The fashion choices, bud, need some, need some work. They're just, they're just not it. But then again, I'm wearing camo pants and a red flannel.
1: Let me too. I'm wearing ammo so pants. And... Christian, yeah. Christian, your your colors are red, blue, and black. Stick with them.
0: <laughs> so it is this research that I did. So basically, "Welching" did kind of start out as an insult to Welsh people during the 1860s um, in horse racing circles because the um, in those days, the English didn't really trust the Welsh, and the it's based on the old English word for uh, Welsh, like uh, Welsh, which meant foreigner or slave, which is kind of which is ironic given that the Welsh were the actual natives of the land. So yeah, it it was interesting to do my research on that because it kind of led to a debate. So I was like, did I like like is this a term that like I should be that well, like we should be using now if it has this like negative connotation of like distrusting of like native. so ultimately i think it, it's with like other words that have a similar story behind them it's probably best not to use them unless you're part of that group and like you understand the history behind it so yeah that's but i kind of had like a whole like philosophical debate with myself over this when i did the research so yeah carrying on so they start playing golf and alex immediately calls danny out and trying to switch the balls the balls out And of course Yees are like doing bad and alex is just seeing right through danny's innocent act
1: well i mean danny did teach him everything he knows yes yeah, so. so he was gonna know yeah, the tricks.
0: tricks and alex and danny go back in the golf cart and Alex is immediately on Danny, asking like what he did to the ball. Danny says nothing, but like they could do this together. What's funny is Alex sets Danny up here, because he starts saying how they can like grip to these guys, and Danny's like, "This is like it's a great idea." And Alex's like, "It's a terrible idea. You're a terrible person." But this is actually kind of an important conversation that they have in terms of Alex's analysing Alex a bit. It is Danny says that like you of all people know that like I'm not a terrible person. And Alex is like, Don't don't give me that Robin Hood speech. Like behind every great fortune it's a crime. you like, they've been telling me that ever since I was a kid. And it's revealed that Danny took Alex in, where he had nowhere else to go. That didn't make him a terrible person, but not a perfect person. So uh, So he's not a terrible person because he took Alex in when he had no one. But it wasn't a perfect person because he lied, cheat and steal. So we cut to your kid, Ernesto, talking to a lady at a country, at the same country club that Alex was in, and then discover more foamy money, and they get a description from the desk worker as a tall, shelly man with blonde hair. There's some more golf, and... but arthur is also watching them from a hotel oh my god sorry this happened
1: last time
0: (laughs) (laughs) arthur pink's also watching them from a hotel balcony so they're all heading to like the last few holes and it's about even, though Alex is up by $10,000. Uh, the next hole is worth $220,000. So throughout the 18th hole, there's kind of this tense moment between Danny and Alex. Because Danny makes a comment about he has a better lie. And Alex is like, "Now that should be on your business card. <laughs> and the younger I, ye aw. makes it. Yeah, what?
1: Shouldn't it be on a business card?
0: Probably not, no.
1: <laughs> no. Depending on what you want to do for work.
0: Fair enough. But no, younger Yi has a good shot, and Alex starts getting a bit nervous because, like, they'll both be in trouble. And so Danny gets quite thinking, knocks the ball, and it's like, ah, like he's like, the ball moves, like, it's a two stroke penalty. But older Yi lets it slide. And Danny, I think, switches out the balls. Yep. Cause I could see it when he like grabbed it, which that's my leopard brain. I was like, okay, switch is happening. There it is.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, it's interesting. So it's kind of funny, but also another interesting Alex analytical moment here is when Alex goes, Danny says that if he wins, he'll give a nice chunk to Evelyn. which causes alex to like get angry as he's swinging <laughs> but alex kind of messes up his the swing they're all yelling for it like ping pongs between trees <laughs> and lands like close to the hole Funny <laughs> alex does like a bit of a happy dance and it's but it's funny because like put it in, he does it. No luck. puts it in. We you know, not like cocky bastard.
2: But and, like
1: mm-hmm.
2: because the one thing that like I noticed because uh, I I I play golf just for a little bit like during the summer and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Christian's golf form is perfect. His feet are perfectly straight, pointing, the, leading the, the guidelines. Sorry, I'm opening the bag Yeah, it's really loud. Um, pointing his, he points his toes directly straight in front of him. His hand is lined up perfectly on the club, and his shoulders are relaxed enough, but mm-hmm. his hand's, one arm is rigid, one arm is Relaxed like this, is bent. His form is perfect, and the, his swing is. He keeps his head down until he look until his club is behind him, and then he looks up, and that's what you're supposed to do. That is the hardest mm-hmm. thing to get down when you're playing. golf. Yeah, I
0: tried. I had I a, suck
2: at it. <laughs>
0: my mom had an ex fiance who was a golfer, and he tried teaching me, but. I can never get For me, down.
2: for me, it's the grip. It's the, the grip weird. on the golf club is the hardest part. Everything else came more naturally. Um, after yeah, like well, my lower back's been so, so I couldn't put the form. Babe, you're
0: making me hungry. I'm gonna go get some food. I'm
1: sorry, I didn't oh. mean to make you hungry. I'll be back.
2: But yeah, I was really impressed. But this goes to show you that, yeah. Christian and Richard Kine both know how to golf and they had fun mm-hmm. doing this.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I mean, I would have too, because who wouldn't have had fun playing golf with freaking Christian Kane and Richard Kine? <laughs> the only person that's missing to make it way more fun would be Hurley.
0: <laughs> Drew. <laughs> yep, Drew. Is, is, didn't both they do like um, a lot of charity golf games together? Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's a picture on Christian's uh, Instagram that's from the charity golf game uh, two years ago, and Drew's eating (laughs)
1: tacos. Oh, no, you froze. Kaylee.
2: You froze for like. Damn it,
0: Artisan! <laughs> We've had enough of the dang technical issues. Freaking stop it.
2: That was funny. That was funny.
0: Okay. So I'm just, I'm just going to keep going on so we're not behind so okay basically alex doesn't take the bet or he tries to climb in the bet but the uh, the the these well, kind of get offended as they don't want to like back down on a bet yeah so um but if alex doesn't accept it, it goes to danny <laughs> so alex accepts it And he pays in Singapore, Singapore money, which becomes relevant later. What'd you get, babe?
1: Ice cream, pretzels, chocolate.
0: Okay, Parker. (laughs) Your favorite things, chocolate ice cream and pretzels.
1: Yep. Dang it, now I want pretzels. I gotta
2: stay
0: weak somehow. I mean, I don't have any. Damn brain. Okay. So, then Alex gets caught over by Enristo, so he tells Danny to go to the gift shop and leaves. So, as they're walking to meet with Kai, or they go to meet with Kai, which Kai is amused by Alex's outfit. I mean,
2: I want, okay, I want to know how Sam kept a straight face.
1: Honestly.
0: I'm not sure she did.
2: (laughs) I don't think she did either. I bet when when he first walked up, she probably broke character and was laughing. I mean, I would have been too. I I would have been been on the ground. Yeah, I would have been on the ground. True. Uh, I would have been on the ground laughing.
0: I would have been too
2: so hard that i was crying and he'd just be standing over me like get your ass up <laughs> i'd be like make me uh-uh nope uh-uh nope i can't get <laughs> up and i'd be away. laughing at you yep mm-hmm. i'd be like walk away chris walk away i can't do
0: this <laughs> so basically during this conversation <clears throat> that they have Kai reveals to alex that the description they got it was of a white man a white six foot two middle-aged australian man with the mustache and blonde hair and then alex is like oh it shouldn't be too hard to find because like oh no we'll find him which kind of sounds like a threat
2: and also a challenge
0: too a little bit yeah. a little bit of both mm-hmm so Alex leaves. then back at the gift shop danny's discovering that most of this money that he that he's counting It's counterfeit, but he's doing it by wetting his fingers and rubbing it over the money, and the ink's rubbing off. So Alex comes in. he's, He's silent. Immediately searches Danny's bag and finds a blonde wig. And Alex starts threatening to, like, interrogating danny about this and he threatens him or like he threatens to use the money to pay off the bill for the entire Yi family and then danny finally admits that like he's in trouble and and he got sideways (laughs) with some yeah yeah and alex isn't
2: really buying it at this point he's like i don't believe he's it not buying any
0: of this basically but yeah. danny says that like he got sideways with someone to philly someone connected and he wasn't big and he didn't know and there was a contract on it out on him and he didn't know what to do so he ran and the money is his only chance to buy his life back and alex accuses him of lying and leaves and tells him that he wants him gone when he gets back. It's interesting as like, he's walking the grounds and he's like talking to himself, like he's never gonna change, like enough is enough. Like who does he think he is? But then he like stops himself because he sees Arthur Pink asking around and he sees the, the photo of Danny. Or sees that Arthur showing a picture of Danny. So Alex immediately heads back to the gift shop where Danny's pasting on the porch. Or like the deck thing. It
1: like, and <laughs> it's like oh, Alex. we gotta go, we gotta
0: go. Yeah, because what's funny is Alex like he does like the dad point as he walks up, he's like, Hey, who did you get sideways with in Philly? And Danny reveals it's this guy named Carlo Bonacorso. Now he's like, oh, like he puts his hand on his like,
1: you gotta be shitting me. It's like, out of all the people in the world, why have
0: Yeah. And that's when Alex reveals that he saw Arthur Pink, AKA the collector, on the ground, on the grounds. And now he's like getting into Danny's space. And that Arthur works for all the Eastern mob bosses. Of course, Danny hears the collector, so he's like, okay, like, this is good. You got the dough. And Alice is like, not a collector. The collector. He collects body parts. Which explains the finger at the beginning of the episode. Danny's saying, like, he's got to get his he bag, but Alex...
1: Himself. Um the
0: wedding job, the butcher. Mm, Oh, the butcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so this scene, this next, this part coming up's kind of hot. Because Alex (laughs) is like, no, we don't got, like, we don't have time, we gotta get, like, we gotta grab you Like, we got to get you out of here first thing smoking. What he does is he he kicks the bag out of the door that's propping it open, then kicks the door shut, grabs Danny and goes.
1: Just, let's go.
0: Yeah. But it's just like him like kicking the bag. I was like, oh damn. That was impressive, (laughs) not gonna lie. Easy there, babe. I'm right here. Sorry, babe. <laughs> so then, so they're walking the grounds and Dan's like, i oh, hell with it. And just, like, he sits down and, and I was like, well, what are you doing? And Dan says, no use running. It's a contract. They'll find him. And he is a brave man, but the time's come for him to plant his feet and stand firm and make a point about who he is and what he believes in. And it's this at this moment that Alex has a moment of realization and says, Are you fucking kidding me? Because Alex reveals that um, the quote is from Pat Riley. And what it really means is Alex has to plant his feet and stand firm because Alex knows that Danny's plan was like, he got like he got in, like he got in Dutch with Bonacorso. Like he owed Corso a lot of money and he sent the collector. So he thought he'd lead him to Alex and that Alex would kill him for it.
1: I mean. <laughs> sorry, I, have the-
0: to, I have to say this line. Because Danny immediately, like, his face lights up, like, what's
1: up? <laughs> like, he's like, like, no! What?
0: like, no!
1: Like, no! Like,
0: get your ass up. This is it's where, uh, like, no. Bring your just,
2: ass. Like, the hopeful, hopeful grin was hilarious.
1: <laughs> it was just so
0: funny, like, what's up? But so pat riley is the president of the miami miami heat where the quote comes from they were originally at they were talking about pat riley his business partner cart collins the inventor of the perfect putter which is stolen by a golf company oh no god fucking damn it oh my god i'm going to have to name this episode freaking technical glitch. it glitches for fuck's sake mm-hmm ah oh, boy so basically I, I, I talk about this in the golf drop episode of let's go steal podcast because it was my heist light Was there's a book written about this whole scandal with the callaway golf company and who stole the design or who stole the perfect putter from clark collins and yeah so that's when i heard pat riley that's who i originally thought they were talking about but when i actually looked up who said the quote it was the pat riley that's the president of the miami heat hold on guys where's my there's Let's see oh my god this is getting annoying okay also, or, yeah. let's see. all right let's see if alex comes back but yeah um anyways kurt collins and have Radley lost their suite because Callaway bought their lawyers. So yeah. So that would be an interesting leverage episode, just say. Oh come on. Oh no, come on. Come on. All right, I'm just continuing on. So basically, what Al- when Alex says, like, got in Dutch with Bonacorso, it's like the, the phrase, like, go in Dutch um, originated in the Ang- Angela Dutch Wars in the 1600s and was a British insult to splitting, like, the bill back in those times. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, it's, and it was British insult to split in the bill because back in those times sorry, it was normal to like whoever. Trying to deal with
1: technical difficulties. And- yeah, sorry.
0: But, um, because it was normal to like, whoever invited, like whoever was the one who sent the invitation was the one he, who, um, paid the dinner bill. And so, but it was more custom, it was more normal in, um, the, for the Dutch to split the bill, which... Is normally what you would do. Like you go out to dinner, you split the bill. So it might have been an insult. So I actually did a bit of research on this, though. um So the phrase "go Dutch" might have actually been, might have been an insult um, towards Dutch people. And it was supposed to be deal with like stinginess, but um, towards like Dutch people, splitting the bill but in my research it seems that a a majority of people don't see it as a negative connotation because they see splitting the bill as like a polite thing to do again similar conversation we had earlier Unless you're a part of that culture, you probably shouldn't be saying that
1: word. Bingo.
0: But yeah. But, but when after continuing on a bit to some, a little more funny, when Alex, when after like Alex is like, when alex is like no danny argues like "Do not kill him just intimidate him make boncorso think that he had it so muscle and alex says like it's not happening but when he says not happen it it was a similar face he made in the office job when he yells bring your ass to the douchey cameraman he won't leave parker alone It was a similar face. I don't know. Hold on. Hold on, we're still trying to figure this damn thing out. We're already an hour and a half. I don't know why we're having so many technical issues
1: Probably because the internet
0: sucks yeah so I'm 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 just gonna continue on because <laughs> I got work tomorrow so I can't and we're already like an hour and a half into this so we need to keep moving and we'll just catch Alex up when she gets in so also not too far out way So, anyways, kind of Ernesto and Kyra talk into, like, the older, younger ye. Alex takes Stanley in the resort and sees Arthur sit behind in the cleaning closet. And Alex will then stay put until the coast is clear and to not leave the room. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Breathe. it's just pissing me off?
1: Else to do, you can do. No one else, it's okay. We can, we can
0: just finish. Yeah, I know. I just feel bad doing it without Alex. I know. Uh, we'll see if we can, we'll keep going, but I'll see if all right, so we keep 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 going so so Alex means or Alex goes to try, and I believe he's trying to like track track down um. Arthur, but he ends up being caught by Kai and Ernesto. And so they take him outside to the balcony and try talking to him. Uh, ask him, like, what's going on?
1: Because they've already figured out that he's involved. They don't
0: know how. Yeah, because as they reveal to Alex um, that he talked to the Yi family and they were handed a face by a guy they were playing cards with. now the two older used lost us a bundle lost a bundle in a golf game and they thought the two guys that were playing with Capet because they had a roll of crisp new bills And a reveals one of the guys matched the description without the blonde hair and or australian accent but the other one was alex but then alex's monitor goes off giving away that is lying, because he trespassed enough as being weird as And Ernesto to find some money in the pouch that Alex had stuffed in his waist pant, like the waist of his pants. Which
1: that is the stupidest place to hide something.
0: It is, and Al- and like they ask Alex what's going on, and Alex is saying like, you know, I'll tell you later. Like you just need to trust me. I'll fill you in later. And Alex ends up in the back of the police cruiser.
1: Because since when do they ever trust him?
0: Yeah. Well, it's not even that. It's just, like, he ain't in handcuffs. But, like, you you can tell Alex is upset at himself. And he's also upset. Like, Kai and Ernesto were disappointed. But Alex is upset at himself because he knows he betrayed their trust and he knows that like he is actively screwing him over again and like he knows the only reason he ain't in handcuffs is because they know him and they're trying to like give him a way out and to like do the right thing
1: yeah
0: yeah and so alex is in the interrogation room and Ernesto warns alex like not because it's at night it's almost nighttime now and Ernesto warns alex like not make like to not make them keep him there all night and alex tries saying that like it's hard to explain but the note proves that he was going to give it back and guy's like oh like you're going to give it back all right then this is like but we need to know here your buddy is and and basically because like you're now an accessory now
1: oh yeah that that's that's bad
0: yeah and alex just asked if he could talk to ernesto who he calls e which i thought was like interesting that he used like a nickname instead of saying like his full name as like ernesto is the one who Understands the issues of Male loyalty Which That's I agree with
1: <laughs> like Kai is really hard To
0: talk to He is But I agree with Kai and that is the single Worst reason in history for anything <laughs> And Kai kind of, Kai kind of goes off on Alex here Cause she's like I like thought like we had a relationship With you and like like you helped us a lot and like but we've had your back like we've taken a lot of people the combo which is why like we're getting stuck doing these small-time cases and there's a moment where Alex closes his eyes because he knows it's true and now he's stuck in between a rock and a hard place
1: he's stuck between his friends and his uncle
0: yes because he can and like he can't he hasn't figured out a way to like do both
1: because yeah he might trust his friends but his friends work for the system that's gonna screw his uncle over
0: you know that and he just can't let he in good conscience let his uncle die like he can't have it on its conscience if his uncle dies
1: yeah
0: and it could have helped in some capacity.
1: Right.
0: So, but then Kai is like, this isn't a small-time case anymore, which, immediately picks alex's Peaks alex's interest And it's like say that again And apparently alex can't still can't get back in see let's go over that. It's me off. All right, So it's now set up and danny has fallen asleep in the clean closet so he goes to find an exit but arthur finds him and has a gun pointed out at danny so he tries like bullshitting his way out of it like out of this as they head inside like as they head outside but and like danny tries paying arthur off basically but then alex comes up and he goes into this sort of innocent child act yeah
1: that was fun he's like uncle dan what's going on
0: Like, that sort of, like, whiny kid voice. Danny, like, tries getting Alex to leave. But then once, like, Alex kind of makes it clear that, like, he's not leaving. You could see Danny's trying to figure out, like, what grift Alex is doing to kind of, like, back him up. And Arthur's already annoyed, asking, like, what this is. Then... Alex accuses Danny of, like, two-timing him, and Danny calls him Eddie, and tells him, like, it isn't what it looks like, and Alex starts accusing Danny of, like, splitting up the team, he talks about this stash, and this stash... Alex will try to get it. Yep. So. said so, a so tries, Or Alex says like he wants his cut of the stash like right now. And then which piques arthur's interest and in, er no this is when arthur's like you're coming with me then this fucking dumb ass he goes come with you what are you gonna do hit me with your bag then he just goes done and now he's like oh
1: Definition of
0: dumbass. But it's just it's just Funny then Alex is like, oh <laughs> like what did you think Jan's bag, you dumbass? Okay also this isn't you'll appreciate this. So there's a scene in my Uncle Danny chapter of my almost paradise pick, Finding Paradise. Oh, boy. And Ev in this scene because she's with Alex naturally been playing along and after this whole like come with you what it could do hit me with a gun
1: <laughs> what
0: uh, still nothing it's okay but and it was in the scene that i was just like this fucking dumbass like remind me again while i am yeah remind me again i'm sleeping with you <laughs> and alex is just like oh sweetie you know why <laughs> forgetting that his uncle's standing right there and the man it wants to kill him <laughs> Don't ask me why I come up with these scenes, okay? No, I it just fits.
1: It did
0: do. And it was funny.
1: It fits. And if anybody gives you crap about it, they're gonna have to give me crap about my scenes too. <laughs> uh
0: Oh <I mean>, seriously. <laughs> no, it's up goes like, Am I making while I'm speaking with you? Oh sweetie. You know why. And they're just like, uh fuck.
1: Okay. So it
0: they're driving. So what were you were you sorry, I think I cut you off. Okay. So now I'm drawing a blank. Where were we in the
1: episode?
0: Uh, they're about to drive to the stash They're driving Because they're driving And Alex and Danny Sort of like Set up this idea that there's this stash Fuck them Finally Fuck shake
1: but There you are
0: and Finally Jesus fucking Christ
1: Breathe
0: oh no 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 we can't hear you no 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 no
1: wait I wait
0: do you have Hey, Alex, is your mic working? Nope.
1: For fuck's sake!
0: (laughs) I think I can hear... There's something. I can hear something.
1: Yeah, we can hear the stuff moving around.
0: All right, we just said food around, but like it can't get your voice. This is seriously going to be the episode of freaking technical issues, and someone's getting a very email later because this is bullshit.
1: Okay, but it it does. Shit. It, does.
0: it does. Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah,
1: can you maybe hear me now? Yes. Can you... Kind of. It sound like a robot. Wait. Oh. Wait. Wait, go again? Hang on.
0: Okay, yes, I can't hear you.
1: Still sound like okay. a robot, though.
0: Just like... That does sound a little bit like a robot.
1: Yeah. Hold on.
2: They connected to the wrong device.
1: Oh, there it is. There, okay, that's better.
0: There. That's better. Fuck. Okay, so we kind of went ahead, so we didn't at least check, or so, like, we, we weren't just waiting around
1: forever. No, so that's the part
0: where they're talk, where like they're trying to lure Arthur to this stash.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that is.
0: <laughs> I don't know either, but someone's getting an email once this is over. That's bullshit.
1: This has got to be over first.
0: I know. That's what we're working on. All right, so basically now, or did, did you have any notes from up until now that we might not have gotten to? Because we were just at the, at the bench. Do you have any notes in between the bench and the drive?
2: No.
1: Okay. I don't
0: think so. Good. We were basically just talking about. Um, Alex's face during when Danny's like, when Alex realizes that like Danny was was there basically to like set up, because he knows that collector was gonna be after him. So he sent out, so he followed Alex. He tracked Alex down to, to like lead the collector to him so we'd kill him. And he's like, "What, job?" It's like, "No." That, yeah, that's that's mainly what we talked about, and also, um, how Ev uh, questioned why she was sleeping with, or my OC Ev was questioning why she was sleeping with Alex. I don't know if we remember that. All right, moving on. So, yeah, so they basically they make this deal for the stash for their lives.
1: Yeah, deals don't really work out that well.
0: No. And Arthur's also getting antsy. Of course they arrive at a storage unit you know, which danny passes off as like his storage product where he stores his inventory but when they arrive alex slams on the brakes a little too hard oh, sorry, i'm getting a lot of like motion noise a lot from of, you a lot alex of, a lot
1: of
0: like, like, I don't know what you're connected to, but there's a lot of, like, motion noise from, like, you move in the screen.
2: Well, I'm on my phone because my laptop won't work.
0: Okay. It's so fine. There's just a lot of motion noise.
2: Yeah, I'm on my laptop, so that's probably what you're hearing. On my, on my phone, I'm trying to, like, hold it steady, but... It doesn't want to. My hand doesn't want to cooperate. And I have nothing to prop it up against.
0: I feel that. Yeah, so. But yeah. But because the Arthur's hand rubs against the money. The fake money. Or er, the money. The ink rubs off on his hand. Which signals to Arthur that the money is fake. So. He orders them out of the car and arthur's pissed that they tried passing like giving him phony money
1: okay but why is it always funny when the good guys piss off the bad guys
0: because it's not funny it's bad money
1: it's always funny when the bad guys pissed off
0: oh yeah oh yeah yeah sorry i heard something else <laughs> Anyways, and after just like, like, do I look like an idiot? No. Do I look like a punk? No. Now it's like, or no. Do I look like an idiot? Danny's like, no. Do I look like a punk? Fucking Alex. Is that a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> Like and I was like, and then Danny meant, like talks about the scar over the eye, which was like, now we know where Alex gets his dumbassery from. It's genetic. Just like, just like shit kicker is a genetic component. Dumbassery is a genetic component. Uh, the shit kicker genes. And that was also Improv by uh, Richard Kind, the i-bit. Yeah. Ugh, his comedic timing is
2: perfect.
0: Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So Arthur orders him against the ball, but then Alex starts acting like he's crying, like he's, like, crying. He's hugging and hugging Danny, and Danny, like, tells him it's gonna be okay. As, like, Alex puts the money pouch in the back of, like, in the back of, like, his back pocket or something like that.
2: Actually, it was, like, in the waistband of his pants, covered up by his shirt. Right.
0: Right, 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 right. I was just telling to knock it off. It's like, Danny is repeating that it's okay. But then Alex yells that it's not okay and asks if Arthur has any idea what it's like living with Danny, what he put him through, and asks if he has any idea. But it's like to lie and cheat and be forced into crime as a kid and i was like i actually do <laughs> but then i was, posing and it was like okay that tracks but like he almost like messes you up and like he's never been able to be straight with anybody because of him and he didn't even know who he was but daniel's always in it for himself and he'll say anything do anything to get one over and now it's gonna get him killed and then Danny tells Alex that when his folks couldn't take care of him anymore, and they left him with Alex, he didn't know what he was doing, and he never imagined he'd be packing a kid with the life he loved, and apologizes. And through it all, he tells Alex he loves him like a son. Another interesting Alex analytical moment here. Because oh, seriously, I think about it. Is like because now we get the like now we know that's like Alex's parents either died or left when he was young and so and forced to live with his uncle Danny and forced in crime at a young age which is one how we know so much about crime and two and because he was so used to lying he could never be honest with anybody and he because of that he lost his sense of identity which is where alex's trust issues come into play then he's only honest when he's lying because if you notice throughout the series the only time we've ever seen alex like we know something's that we know the truth is when alex is obviously lying i'm mean, think about how many times has alex so far said like i'm fine or like has passed off like that, uh, he's okay, but is he's, he's like telling a different side to that through like his face or whatever? True, it's
2: like uh, either one, his micro expressions give it away, two, his actual emotions give it away, like what he's saying isn't true, yeah. When, say, and or a combination of that plus his body language. His body language mm-hmm. changes when he's lying.
0: Yeah, and it's this inter- interesting sort of only honest when you're lying.
1: Which, when you hear that first off, it doesn't sound like it makes sense.
0: But it, and when you but like break it down a bit, it does make sense.
2: Because basically. Even when you're telling a lie, there's a little bit of truth in that. Right. Because and every lie
0: it be is based the on motive the truth. behind it or something else.
1: Right.
0: Because every lie, if you think about it, every lie is based on a truth. Just that lie is just that truth that's been manipulated so much where it doesn't become the truth anymore it becomes the lie but it still has the elements of that truth so like the honest when you're lying yes alex may have twisted up the truth to where it became a lie but that truth will still always be there no matter how much he twists it or hides it or changes it to lie. And that's what he got good at doing, was lying and manipulating people. And he's never been able to be honest with anyone because of this, because he has never been able to be honest with himself.
1: You gotta be honest with yourself before you can be honest with others
0: and he hasn't gotten to that point yet where he can be honest with himself. and this i think cuz i don't want to spoil because i know i don't think you've gotten to the last episode yet, have you, Cam? No. Okay. So this is this is something to kind of keep in mind when you get into the last episode is this idea about Alex, Alex's trust issues, and he's never been able to be honest with anyone. Could be a hint as to what happened with his relationship with Evelyn's mother. Oh, and yeah, it fell
2: apart. and that's why I think when Uncle Danny brought up Evelyn, you could see... That's that, why it was, like, a yeah, instant trigger switched. for
0: him. Yeah. I mean... Because that was, like, the one thing he always did. Because that's why he stayed away from Evelyn, is to protect her. For, yeah. Yeah,
1: because when you're... Okay, so, what? the reason people, like, can't stay away, or at least they may get C or a, He was a DEA agent. That's dangerous. So in a way, for whatever reason, you don't trust yourself, you can't be honest, whatever, whatever, you can say, oh, I'm a DEA agent, I don't want to put them at risk.
0: Which is the lie that Alex believes.
1: Yeah.
0: Or that's what he is telling himself to make them feel better. Yeah, it's about what he did.
2: Is it's the little staying. white lies that he told himself to like, kind of cope with the fact that yeah, his daughter's not going to have a stable relationship with him because of his job. Yeah, and that right there was the first wound that he sustained with his trust with her. And now with that he doesn't
1: like, work CEA anymore. He doesn't want yeah. himself to go back.
2: Yeah, because he he knows it's hopeless right now. Because it's like, yeah, I left when she was little, and now there's no hope that she wants to have a relationship with right. me. And that no. and that that mm-hmm. doubt that's in his head, which is another lie that he's mm-hmm. told himself. He's like, I'm not good enough for her anymore, yeah.
0: and yeah, that I've done too much damage. Exactly. Yeah, it is. I'm going to yeah. make it worse by showing up. Again, this
2: because that right there of I'm not going to be good enough or I'm not good enough to change. Redemption. Elliot, not possible.
1: Okay, but let's let's say he gets over all that. Let's say he does show up. Everything goes great. He's going to end up leaving again because he doesn't trust himself. So even Exactly. And he knows that. That's why he won't shut up you know, his mind won't shut
2: up and let him do this because he knows he's just going to go back to his old ways and he's going to leave again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's it's why awesome. I, I kind of see a parallel between Alex and Evelyn and Elliot and himself, basically. It's like those two sim- It's similar. But he's like, I don't trust myself to be vulnerable around her, to actually tell her what the hell I did. And he's like, I don't. And Elliot was like, I don't trust myself to be open with my friends about what I've done. Yeah. Because I'm scared they're going to get hurt. It's yeah. that protective instinct. But it's I. That, it's a trauma response.
0: But yeah. I always. Sorry. I gonna yeah. see what I was going to say was I think, or the difference here is. Elliot's character art is what redemption actually means. Right. Exactly. Which, is, like, which was laid out beautifully by Hardison as you yeah, have to change first, then repent, essentially.
1: It's a process.
0: Then get redemption, yes. Yep. I love and how even- Because before Elliot's journey is figuring out that redemption is possible for him, in acceptance for the sins of his past with alex it's not about acceptance of the sins of his past it's about the letting go and moving on part yeah yes
2: basically with alex he still has a hold of that
0: bag he's still he, he he needs to that. let that go to be able to and heal and he can't get out of that mindset of yep. like, I like, not, like, like I did bad things and like I am like I did bad things and like I've let people down but he hasn't been able to move on. He hasn't yep. been able to let go and move on because he's still stuck in that mindset because he never actually... It's endless loop. It repeats that, but a lot of it, I think, is come with Alex, not processing it fully.
1: And even I actually
0: have personal experience with this, which is why I think I connected with Alex a lot, and why his story was so important to me is because it is about letting go of like your past and move and moving on so you're not constantly drowning right because that is where i was for a long time was i can never let go of the things that happened when i thought i had like even starting like when my parents got divorced and then like getting diagnosed with a genetic disorder and like had like all this crap happened to me in like a short life In a short span of time but i never had like processed anything and that was the i think that was the thing was i never actually like like i like acknowledged that it happened i got to the point where i accepted that it happened but i never actually processed it and acted like it wasn't no big deal when in reality it was the reason i was having panic attacks and would sometimes cry myself to sleep asking why me because i never actually like processed anything and dealt with it
1: you, you get to the point where it's like okay yeah i have this thing whatever but then you don't process the ramifications of that and how it's going to affect and
0: any don't and, and then, how that affects your identity as a person
1: yeah because i know for me and yeah multitude of mental health things that i don't want to talk about but i can accept that i have it but then it's working through having it um like we'll use my depression for an example yes i have depression but through that acceptance i have to work through depression which is something i don't want to do because again depressing because
0: then that's emitting that there's a problem.
1: Yeah, What's exactly.
0: There? I had I have the same issue. I was like,
2: I deal heavily with anxiety and
1: Early
2: fear too. of messing up. Um, and I I'm my own worst critic. I still am to this day, and it leads to me. It literally just a couple days ago at work, I was running behind, and I blamed myself for that. I was like, Oh, you're too slow. You stupid person. You're an idiot move faster and that that switch inside my head slipped and i'm like wait no i'm capable of doing this hold on just pick one thing and move on pick one part that you need to fix to actually go faster and
1: And i tried that it's the harder it gets the more you realize you're affecting the people around you and the more you want to protect them and keep them away, so you push them away, and you fuck up all your relationships.
2: Exactly. Hmm. And I've lost lost friends because of that. They don't understand. um, Besides, Kaylee, Kaylee, you're the only one, I think, that understands what mental hell I go through.
0: Look, that's because in a way like i've gone through that myself and like i know this is something i don't and this is not like saying you two have to talk about this i'm it's just me wanting to talk about it no obligation for you two to talk about it but for me like i never talked about like anything i was going through one, because I didn't want to be a burden, but two, I didn't want to accept that I had a problem because, like, my whole life has been basically problems in one way, she performed with Whether it was, like, money, um, like, relationships with family members, or or stuff like that. And so the fact that, like, Just having that constant, like, one environment, but just not having the opportunity to, like, process anything is why I would have panic attacks and why I was, like, I was crying myself to sleep sometimes, like, asking why me, but also why I would lash out all the time is because that was me protecting myself from... Potentially getting hurt or being a burden on someone else. Because I was also a point in my life where almost everyone had left me. You no know, friends from kindergarten had moved on and become unrecognizable. So we just didn't connect. I mean, that happens. People grow up, people change. It happened. But I had like, I had, like, a father figure who ghosted. He was dating my mom, but ghosted her for six months and fucked her up, which fucked me up. And then had, like, another person who I considered a mentor. Not going to go into specifics, but got in some trouble. And it felt like like my dad leaving like my dad getting remarried and then like parents divorce and never actually dealing with that and my genetic diagnosis and then like family members leaving for various reasons like that but like i never actually dealt with any of that so yeah that like it took me a long time to admit that like there was actually a problem with me because Like that was the mentality growing up was well there's not a problem if you don't acknowledge it so but that was why like my mental health used to be so shitty before was because i never processed it now it's getting better because i've actually i did go to therapy and i've processed most of this but honestly like leverage between supernatural leverage and even on this paradise when I was writing my fic in the characterized training, I realized that like my own journey was like her, her journey. And I related that to Alex's journey as well of like letting go of what has happened and moving on and learning from that. So yeah, I was sorry we got on this for way too long. So I mean, no, this is, a, it was an important conversation to have, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it just went on way too long. <laughs> but yeah, so moral of the story is mental health is not something to be taken lightly, and if you need help, don't be afraid to seek help. And there are multiple resources out there. I'm sure you can you can Google and you can research on your own
2: but yeah, to fit the your needs. Yeah, but the first step to eventually healing yourself is acknowledging that there it. is something yeah. to be fixed,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that's the hardest thing someone can do.
0: Yeah, and that's but it's worth it.
1: And you could say all the live long day, I acknowledge it. This is what I have, but you have to actually you have to believe it. Actually, have to believe it
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. But that's where Alex's story comes in. Is he's still working on the acknowledgement part of this process. Well, it's it's two things at once that
2: are at play here. It's acknowledging it and then also accepting that, yeah, there's something to be dealt with here. This happens simultaneously for him. Yeah.
0: All right. I'm going to continue on to my next note so we can get through this. So... Also, I just, I just find it interesting the look on Alex's face when Danny says, like, he loves him like a son. Because you can you can tell that Alex is trying to see if this is, like, an act or not, and it's not an act. And yeah, you could tell from Danny that it's not an act, and you can kind of tell that Alex is now believing that it's not an act. And he really means it, which I thought was interesting. And something on a bit more of a lighthearted note. I'm curious now that like, we know a bit more about Alex's backstory. How does that fit into the stone triplet hand cannon? I'm not sure. Well, cause I mean, we
2: know Well, maybe like he had a parent or something, like or
0: so or if like a father
2: figure, yeah, well, or somebody yeah. like
0: that that was like a, hey, hang a on. person. First thing, are we assuming that Elliot, Alex, and Jake are brothers or cousins?
1: Um, I like well, the. Okay, but what would be the difference? Would well, there really be a difference?
0: Well, if they were brothers, they don't have the same parents. Yeah, I like that their cousins. They could have different parents. Yeah, I think I think triplets just because it's Christian Kane playing
1: all three. But of course, you would go that route. Well,
2: originally, I had the thought of like, yeah, the the triplet theory of like, yeah, they had. The same parents, but different perspectives on growing up because of their age difference. Um,
0: Okay. Okay, so, because basically in all of the, in, like, Jake, Alex, and Elliot, we don't hear any mention of a mother. Yeah. Ouch! (laughs) Which does make me suspect that... I... because well, that, like, I've always was under the impression, and usually, if you read Stone Triplet Fix, um, it's usually implied that like their mother died young, or when they were young. Sorry. Yeah. Which I suppose that would make sense if like their dad was like a military man, like we know Al, like we know Elliot's dad is is also. In the service, and Jake's, but Jake, I mean Jake's father. All we know about him is he has a family oil business. Yeah. So we could possibly, I suppose that could still fit in. Like he could have gotten out like before the triplets were born or whatever, and then worked on the oil, worked in oil. Growing up.
2: Yeah, I mean. To me that
0: makes more sense. Or symbol No, what exactly does Danny mean oh. though by like when your folks couldn't take care of you anymore? I guess it becomes a question because is it like oh like
1: because if they died he would have just said after your folks died.
0: Yeah, so yeah, I mean, is it more did like maybe like did one parent die or like did uh, like did their mom die and then their father went off the deep end i'm i'm projecting i'm protecting my john i'm I'm protecting my john winchester hate on this.
2: i mean i think that that honestly makes more
0: sense like maybe look i basically already admitted that i have daddy issues at this point and abandonment issues because of my dad's
1: You good? Yeah. Nope. Earth. Nope, I'm broken.
0: <laughs> Look. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> True. It it's sleep. I'm trying. Are you? Shit. God. <laughs> yes. Make me. Boop.
2: I second that make me. Oh no, she's doing the thing. Oh no! <laughs> I, would
1: have, I would have had it if I didn't laugh. <coughs> Damn it, man. Love you.
0: Okay, we're right on. So. Alex tells Danny to, like, hand over this money, so Danny does, and the, how they get Arthur to buy that the money's real is Alex is explaining that it's like Singapore dollars, which is the hardest bill to counterfeit, and as, like, Arthur orders them on their knees, Alex is He's pulling for info, basically. And bullshitting his way out of it, I must say. But when Danny goes to move them, Alex takes this moment to disarm Arthur. And we get this very good knife fight. Jesus Christ,
1: sorry. That's like really good
0: to watch though
1: it was it was fun i had i had to
0: back it
2: up like twice to watch it over again yeah because yeah, like
0: the... there's one point where it like alex cool. rolls to like uses the fact that he's low to like knock arthur's legs getting him down
1: i, I was and... getting like a major like
0: leverage mm-hmm. yeah i'm getting major elliot vibes with that fight scene i was like Ooh, that's impressive yeah, well, in kindness to come up in the cruiser basically so basically they had this film scene filmed in like nine minutes and christian hadn't even learned like all the choreography when they shot this ear he said the way he worded it was he didn't learn he didn't know the choreography as well as he should have so that means he didn't
2: he they didn't have enough time to he didn't have enough time to yeah. prepare himself. Which, which means,
1: was about to happen. Which means he was just freaking winging it at that point. You no, know,
0: that's what he admitted True. to. Was him and Errol were basically winging it that, that one time, I and mean, it was close to an actual fight. Yeah, it was basically this
2: fight was improv. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was because, so which is impressive guy. to think about. True. because I'm not sure about Errol, but like Christian, like he. He's not like a classic doing his own
1: stunts for God knows how long.
0: So he probably was able, he probably was able to like improv his way through it, and they were just like, you know what, looked yeah. good. The, we're the, going with it.
1: As as far as I know, the main reason that they do practicing with stunts and fight sequences is so there are no surprises. Yep. Yeah. Like in a real fight. Somebody and to get the camera you set you up. You wouldn't even, right. But in a real fight, somebody could pull a knife on you and you wouldn't even notice. But, like, you wouldn't True. know how to react. Whereas, in a, a fight mm-hmm. scene, it's all planned out. You know what's coming.
0: And it's a dance. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: the steps are counted out as you move through the scene. Well... Mm-hmm. Rather than, like, in an actual fight, it's all, like, it's, go- it's, like, total improv. There's no timing. It's just, you take, take, and eye. give, mm-hmm. give and take. And it's, like, whatever that person throws at you, you have to counter-react.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I just, I love that fight scene. It was cool. Okay. yeah So, Kyder and to get out of the cruiser and have their guns pointed at him yelling for them to get on the ground and to drop the guns and all that. But Danny picks up a gun. Super. He starts yelling how he can't do it. A lot of arguing happens. And Ernesto shoots Danny. Asshole. <laughs> That's what I thought when I first
1: saw it. I was like, you asshole. So,
0: Kai freaking tackles or body slams arthur into a crate and has him arrested as alex is like yelling danny's name like leaning over his body
1: yeah because then, he died
0: yeah died quotation marks yeah
1: well look. yeah in yeah. the end we we realized that uh through a leverage style flashback
0: Yes, yes, because Alex. they revealed that Nestor didn't actually shoot Danny, and they basically set this whole thing up so um, they could basically cancel the contract and get because Alex made a deal or he did the one thing he hated which was making deals. So he made a deal with kind or Ernesto that if he handed over um arthur pink then they'd have to let danny go free and yeah through were leverage that flashback we see that when alex was hugging danny he put a blood squib in uh, his chest yeah there was a really weird close-up i know <laughs> it was like, like the, it, it was like the close-up made me uncomfortable yeah like i don't know it it just it seemed like it wasn't framed properly because it shows like alex whispering in danny's ear which i'm assuming is him whispering like hey i'm gonna put this blood squib in your shirt
1: yeah Here, here's
0: the plan. here's the play go kind of thing
1: yeah
0: but the way it's framed it's just really weird but Rando i mean it, wor- me. it
2: works it works with like the awkwardness and the tension of that oh, scene i guess yeah yeah it's like their lives are on the line at this point yeah, yeah. so it works as weird as it is it, it works
0: it does yeah you're so carrying on so danny doesn't actually get to skate though on this as he's never allowed in the philippines again or or they'll arrest him and he has 24 hours basically to get out and what's interesting is danny looks kind of like hurt well yeah connected with- family member now he's like gotta leave but well, yep. the way Alex's look is like like you brought this on yourself yeah he's
2: like well they balls in your court you screwed up like, it was your fault
0: yeah it is kind of like you brought this on yourself so then um it's the next day that was raining all the hell and it was actually according to the it facebook was actually, live, it actually
2: legit was raining it was pouring. Yeah, they were like, like playing
0: beat the clock with the rain yep yeah. which is why they like probably had like nine minutes to like shoot that fight scene is because yeah. like
2: <laughs> i watched the facebook live and richard goes like yeah it was actually legit pouring and then christian starts cracking up He's like yeah we got soaked
0: yeah So they all meet at the airport. Alex says his goodbyes to Danny. Now, if like he plans on seeing his daughter anytime soon, and Danny's like, "I can," and Alex is like, "Write me, like, let me know how she's doing." And Danny's like, "Okay, like, I will." But then Alex is about to like ask Danny to tell her something. Danny's like, "No, like, no, 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 no. You're you're telling her yourself." and then daniel's like no i've told a lot of people in my life told a lot of lies but the one thing that was the truth is that i loved you like you were my own son
1: i almost started
0: crying this is because there's this like emotional guitar music you know they're hugging i know it's emotional and it's healing then you just hear the order for that yes yes shout shout out shout out shout out to fred Curry for the sound design a plus as always
2: yeah i literally almost started crying i had to pause it so i could have a
0: cry i did
1: did start crying
0: but then you just hear the mark the older yee's voice like daddy and the wheel's up in five minutes and then they just they like let go and alex is just dumbfounded like unbelievable Like, like you just got your third chance, and you already fucked it up. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, then the then my favorite bit
2: oh, oh, when he and, realizes. And
0: Danny gets his bag, and yeah, Danny <laughs> says like through it all, I'm glad it came, and thank you. And I was like through it all, I still love you, Uncle Danny. Mm-hmm. And they leave. So Alex, he's hurting a bit because he's holding his side. Because during this fight, he got cut in his arm and cut on his side.
2: Yeah, he has his hands over his ribs. He's like, that hurts. Yeah, but they're
0: okay,
1: But getting hit in the ribs hurts.
0: True. True. Especially when you do it to yourself because you back into a ladder because your dumbass didn't calculate distance. Seriously, I do that so many freaking times at work. I've backed into a shelving. Yeah, I've backed into a shelving unit and gotten gotten
2: my ribs pretty good. Mm-hmm. It hurts. I bet a
1: ninety pound dog to drop on my ribs. <laughs> I would.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, true, but uh, and like Ernesto offers Alex a ride back to the gift shop. Alex thanks him because, like. I guess you can't pick your family, you know, because like uh he's a, like Danny's a good guy at heart. He just never come out a straight line. And like, you no, know, I think like I think actually he might like change. But then he starts like feeling his pockets. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be able to go through this without laughing, so bear with me. <clears throat> but he, he's like he's feeling his pockets and he's like, That son of a bitch stole my wallet. Uncle Danny pulled a Parker. <laughs> he starts, he's like, I was like, it's never gonna freaking change." I'm like that was all my money. I'm like I-, I definitely need to run now, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he- <Now, laughs> the end of the episode is Danny getting on a- the plane. Oh, oh,
2: I'm actually crying because I'm laughing so hard. Oh my gosh! Which I want to
0: point out oh. again and how i ended this chapter was uh instead of just alex like feeling his pockets um Ev feels um has his has her hand on his uh, lower back and uh it feels that his wallet isn't like in his pocket so she gives him a thing to like check her pocket and hers didn't get stolen because she didn't bring her wallet because she's not a dummy (laughs) so yeah that's the end of the episode finally (laughs) but i do have i do have some notes first christian kane's micro expressions
1: (laughs) (laughs) That dude is just a pro, and I'm fucking jealous. He is. Uh, particularly. I mean, we, we saw it in library. We saw it in library. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This one looks
0: different. A, what my favorite game is anytime Christian comes on screen and he's speaking. Pause, and you'll get always get a glorious facial expression
1: <laughs> oh yeah i don't have time to do that because every time christian comes on screen my dog's face is this close to the fucking tv <laughs> anytime he's he up.
0: what can i say what can that's i say adorable. that's adorable
1: it's annoying
0: guess he'll put his face right in front of the TV sensor, so you can't pause it, you can't back it up. He's just in the way.
2: Yeah, yeah. Also, like
1: Tommy got to. Also,
2: also also, never, never pause a CK fight scene.
1: No, do
0: not pause a CK fight scene. Do not pause a CK fight scene. You will get the weirdest (laughs) faces.
1: That is the one thing involving Christian Kane you never want to pause is a fight sequence and don't
0: do it. I might have done that on accident. I I learned my lesson. I did it once and learned my lesson. (laughs) Yeah. I I liked how in this episode we also got to learn more about Alex's past. Because I always love learning what makes characters tick. We
2: kind of Yeah, we kind of see the mosaic
0: of why he's the way that he is. And it's Mm -hmm. adorable. I love it. Mm -hmm. So, and Richard Kind was amazing as always.
2: (laughs) They had way too much fun together. They did. And I love how,
0: I love that Francis is back directing another episode. And I also loved that we got to learn more about Evelyn. I can't wait
2: to get to that episode. It's going to be so much fun.
0: Once again, shout out to Fred Curry and the sound department for great sound as always.
2: Thumbs up. That's awesome.
0: Yes. love the incredible. Love the fight between Alex and Arthur. And there's some more trivia, I guess, kind of things. According to the Facebook Live, Richard, like, really love just acting with Christian and working for Dean again. Okay. But that was basically the whole live was just him gushing about how excited he was by working with Christian and Dean again and just how much he loved the food in the
1: Philippines. <laughs> okay, but who wouldn't absolutely love working with Christian and Dean? I know. Same True. One person who doesn't like working with those two.
0: I don't think and I've I, actually heard anybody say that, that they don't be- like working. Like everyone, at least like maybe this is just my circle that i'm in but like everyone i have ever like seen an interview of or like everyone always says how like they're like everyone enjoyed like meeting christian or like working with them so yeah
1: and he wonders why his fans want to meet him something bad that's why damn it man (laughs)
0: look dean devlin just saying, the three of us are available. If we could go down to Nola or Cebu, baby, we don't care. Yes. Preferably Nola because it's cheaper.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, okay, we're yeah, kind of yeah. broke. Yeah, we, yeah. Um, oh, that, that reminded me. Um, remember my uh, tweet? I always said I was like Alex Walker. Yeah. I can't remember if I put that one or not, but yeah, that's another different that's another similarity is we're both folk. But anyways, uh, so Me too. Yeah. But, also,
2: but yeah, to be to be honest, if we were on Almost Paradise or even Leverage Redemption, Leverage Redemption we would three. we wouldn't get anything done because
0: I would be on the floor laughing. <laughs> The entire time. I would be I was, cracking We'd probably end up cracking each other up.
2: Yeah. No. Or it would be like this. And I, I look guys, Christian in the eyes to say a line. Them. And I just look at him and I start cracking up. I was like, sorry.
1: stop."
0: Me and no, Cam would end up flirting on camera.
1: Okay. But when don't we? For one. That's why.
0: People. And then poor Alex is going to be stuck in the middle. And then they're going to have to call cut because everyone starts cracking up. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm gonna but be how- like Or we do something stupid. Yeah,
2: <laughs> or a combination of all three, which it has happened in Con Con. Yeah,
0: I know it has It's happening in, in this current
2: the current chapter that I'm writing.
0: We have That's an
2: awkward awesome moment music. where
1: Who's most likely stupid? Us or Christian?
2: Both. Both. One is because of me because i'm trying to say a line to christian and i look over his shoulder at at riley boy and riley's just making faces at me and then i look down at you kayla i look to my left and i see you and you're just like looking at me just dead just staring right through me and then cam is sitting down talking to beth and then i look over at them it's like would y'all shut up Nope. And <laughs> my 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 Southern comes out full force, and both Christian and Riley start cracking up at me. And I was like, "Boys, shut your mouth before I hurt you. And they're like, Oh. L- let's face the, it, it was never, like, What's the little pips <laughs> we going to do? And I was like, like
1: Let's say we want to try me? And Christian does something stupid, or he's going to do something stupid. He's going to be like, Hey, you guys want to come with me and do this thing? <laughs> We're going to say no?
0: No. I'm going to say, and Hell that, yeah.
1: Let's go. Exactly. Somebody's got to make sure that boy don't get hurt. Too bad.
0: I'll bring the birthday no, kid. We're not <laughs> no, he needs a response. He needs a responsible or adult. We're not responsible adults. Where's Dean?
1: <laughs> okay, we're semi-responsible. we don't not Not wear-
0: responsible <laughs> enough.
1: Okay, no. but we don't wear cowboy boots during football.
2: <laughs> or an adult Easter egg hunt.
1: <laughs> Somebody's got to be carrying the first aid kit when that boy falls on <laughs> his face.
2: Kaylee, remember that the I need an adult year adult TikTok?
0: <laughs> Crap. <clears throat> Crap. Sorry. I, I wanted, I tried. Fuck. Sorry, I tried muting the camera. Um, I was going to mute. Freaking mic before that happened and never did. Sorry. Okay, I'm good. Sorry. Jesus Christ. Okay, so, all right, well, carrying on because we're just not done. So, I, I found, I've also found it interesting how in this episode we get two male characters who. Usually with, like, male characters, even if they're, like, related, they don't casually say, we don't often see them casually say, like, I love you. So I I find it interesting that both the male characters do say, like, I love you in some capacity.
1: Yeah, that was really good. I did like that.
0: Mm -hmm. And the fact that it was so subtle was actually really
2: cool. I thought that was pretty neat. It was like,
0: exactly. show like you the writers. Like,
2: yeah, instead it of was like blatantly in your face, obvious, it was more subtle, which fits their dynamic perfectly.
0: Where it just came out yeah. naturally. It wasn't like... Yeah. Too forced or anything like that. It was just enough. All right. To know the notes and uh, apparently Francis de la Torah, some more trivia, Princess de la Torre learns that if if you have a good script and good actors with good chemistry, you get the hell out of the way.
2: <laughs> and yeah. they had
0: everyone cracking up. <sighs> I mean, that's Apparently actually kind of true. It does exist.
1: Yeah, well, when it comes to actors with good chemistry, you give them their outline and get out of the way. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, but, yeah so... And Richard kind is apparently the better golfer of him and Christian. And Christian lost, apparently Christian lost a hundred bucks on like a bet. Of course he did. <laughs> of
1: course he did.
0: Fucking Oklahoma. You know, so there's this funny story that Richard told. He has, Yeah. um <laughs> ha- oh, this is actually kind of funny. Well, it's kind of cool and funny at the same time. But Richard Kind has something called uh, vitiligo, I think is how you say it, which is basically a skin pigmentation a condition where the pigment uh, goes away. So it, you get these like patches of just pure of pure white. Wait, apparently his legs are, like, really white? Or, it was, like, it was... Like, it's more in his legs. Shit. What? Dean liked my tweet about the podcast.
1: Yeah. This, this podcast? hmm
0: Or he liked the tweet about it, where I was, like, tweeted earlier. Well. I'll get a shovel, start digging our graves. <sighs> Crap. There was one I posted yesterday. Sorry. So, and Joe Pesci. He is another actor. And no one from Home Alone. And, like, Goodfella is, I think, is the name of the movie. But basically, he's always said that anything to the right of, of Richard's legs is out of bounds. <laughs> Because his legs are, were really white, and the markers for the out-of-bounds on a golf course are white. <laughs> so yeah. And apparently a gag reel, a gag reel does exist. And was approved. Oh boy. And in the Facebook Live, Dean Devlin said it was supposed to be released after the season finale. But it so never happened. Looked. It never got released. Dean Devlin, we want the Gabriel. Yeah, Dean, you lied to us. We need we the, the damn Gabriel. Particularly the bloopers involving Christian and Richard. Oh, I we need the Gabriel.
2: Okay, you promised the Gabriel. Yeah, you promised. Okay? We have to
0: have a promise to prove that you said that you said that there's a that there that there's a gag rule that was approved because in the facebook live they were talking about going through the gag reel and having to like approve everything because that's usually how it is with gag rules is you basically get the gag rule and you have to sign off on it basically so yeah and also fun fact some more trivia carry it on <laughs> no this is this one's actually pretty cool so they got the name evelyn from eve and flynn and the librarians
1: that's adorable (laughs) oh my god
2: sneaky sneaky dean
0: so yeah i i I heard them say it. i was
1: like oh
0: like, i was like getting a bit emotional because like oh that's adorable and also i didn't i didn't know this until i looked at richard kind's imdb credits but he's the voice. he's the voice of bing bong in inside out he's bing bong that's awesome and to be fair only richard could pull off a character like bang Bong, i feel like yep true yep and richard is willing to return as long as Dean asked so who knows we might get uncle danny again in season two It's so much fun. And this is now the, like, yeah, this is the second the second episode But Ernesto did not take mm-hmm. off his glasses. I know. He should wake that door. Because usually the glasses off means that shit's about to go down. Now yeah, this is the something second bad's time. about to happen or somebody's about to get their ass beat. Yeah. <laughs> Which in this case, which Glasses never came off. What do you mean? I guess this is what happens when you have like multiple characters is sometimes a, the char- some of the characters get pushed to the, to like the back burner. It's what happens when you have like this, like a five-man band type story.
1: Yeah, you can only, there's only so much room for people in the line yeah yeah pretty cool
0: so yeah the last few scenes they were playing beat the clock with the rain and because uh yes so the the voice of the girl at the golf shop is actually Dean Devlin's wife Lisa Brenner because what happened was because they had to get everyone out quick. They didn't have any really any time to do um, ADR. So they he like sent everyone like this app to use that they used to record their ADR and Dean was basically doing the mixing himself because at that point in time, they weren't allowed in the office. So a lot of times it was either Dean or someone else doing the ADR. Christmas. Yeah. Oh, we'll get into that in the next Almost Paradise episode. But Yeah, are we almost done? The, yeah, the girl at the golf shop was voiced by Elisa Brenner, who is Dean Devlin's wife. Who actually is one of the bad guys in Leverage? Well, yeah, I forgot about that. She's um, Hannity in uh, The Hot Potato Job. Yeah. <laughs> My brain.
2: Oh, I, I forgot recall. about that. I forgot about
1: that. I hated that. Hannity so much. <laughs> I
0: know. <laughs> yeah, that's, we'll get into that conversation when we actually get to that episode. All right last note and it's particularly it's it's my it's gonna be my favorite note so during the facebook live at the very end um after they like when they wrap start wrapping up they like go around as like last words like some final words before they cut the stream And it was art's turn to say some last words and part of what he said was in the words of Christian Kane, "You better book. I would say it's a rock and roll rodeo. Better leave your troubles at the door unless you want some And here." <laughs> and everyone was laughing their asses up, including Christian. He, he was, was like so leaning back say. in his chair. He was laughing
2: he almost fell off the soap art was was even
0: laughing i don't even think art was able to finish it because So you're tired and you beat and you worked all week and you need a place to let it go. Go where the girls go wild and the boys play hard and need a little more wow. than just video. Well, here's your open invitation?
2: You're embarrassing me.
0: Regulations and you want your some. Better come to have fun. You don't take comedy serious. So leave your troubles at the door. Unless you won't submit here. Welcome to my house, bubble up tight, everybody <laughs> sings and drinks and laughs and gets tired. It's music. a music, little song. it's a rock and roll rodeo, no jolly right now, sitting around, everybody's dancing, grooving and getting down down. So before you come <laughs> in here with some kind of attitude, you better read the house rules. She just had to do that. day. around 11 o'clock when the front the door locks and the boys start raising the dog. bottle where the girls do <laughs> the thing with the Monaco boots. Not that long. no. Show if they got it. Behave. No, <laughs> no matter what your story, look time, mandatory. Well, when number seven says don't touch <laughs> Oh, well, phone number seven says, don't touch the women, but they can grab whatever I they want to. My
1: phone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no such thing as that All right, uh, Are we done? Can I go to bed now? Uh, sorry about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's my fault. But, but that,
0: my that's why I chose that song. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I chose the song for the TikTok.
2: I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to rewatch that TikTok and try not to crack up.
1: I had to watch it three times because I kept singing.
0: It it fit. It it works. It's funny. I've been thinking. I was thinking about like the whole like roll number seven thing like all day. And as soon as I got into work, I, I played music when I like when I had work and when I was walking to like the office, I could like put my stuff away as I was, when I got into the building, house rules came on. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and, I might have been, and I might've been oh, strutting no. down. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: universe. Damn like- it.
0: I know. And- What's the like, date for today
1: like, that we're doing this on? The seventh episode? Seventh seven. seven episode
0: on the seventh. Well now it's actually the eighth for me, but okay. we started my... on the seventh. Go with that. Yes. All right. There, there was a <laughs> lot of okay, seven. so that that was my last note. Okay. So Alex, do you have any final notes?
2: Just the fact that this was one of the funniest episodes I've ever you watched. watched I, I was
0: episodes. I was practically crying with laughter. It's interesting because usually, like, the pacing starts to get more like slower as like the I intensity builds. Yeah, but, like, like now it's like building up to like the finale, when everything like comes to head in the finale. But it's been like consistent throughout the yep. entire season.
2: But yeah, I I love this episode. And I'm going to rewatch the Facebook page just for the heck of it.
1: Honestly, this was also one of my favorite episodes. And I absolutely love the podcast. Mm -hmm. This was great. The technical difficulties matched. Yes. The energy of
0: fair, It was fitting for how today has gone.
2: It's been crazy. But, I mean, this is worth it. After the week that I've had full of insanity... I needed this.
1: Yeah. Needed me blaring <laughs> Christian Kane over this. Yes,
2: and now that- look at my face. I can't stop smiling now. Thank you. Thank you for that.
0: You're you-, you knew I was gonna sing as soon as you played that.
1: Oh yeah, that's why I did it. <laughs> that I was that was stop saying. it. <laughs> Feelings. Stop. All, All right. right.
0: So. All right. Wrap up, I'd like to once again thank our parent company, Navgood.org, our electrical Consultants West PA systems. Oh, you can also check out the Ko-Fi and buy a coffee at Films and Fandoms. You can also check out my website at KaylaSentelacting.com. You could follow me on Twitter at Miss 67. You could follow me on TikTok at moviefin 67. You could follow Alex on instagram at alexgooper7241 you can follow alex on twitter at alex the underscore Alleycat and on, on tiktok under alex the alley cat and you can follow cameron on twitter TikTok, and instagram at cameron underscore jansen underscore so
1: what is episode we've done <laughs> i think no <laughs> okay but definitely
0: one was almost Four hours, I think. Yeah, it was like three or four episodes ago. Yeah, it like I'm, like I'm gonna watch go again to see which one it was, but I know it was a very freaking long time. Yeah. So
1: this was definitely worth it,
0: though. It was. I don't know.
1: Even though Tendous I'm digital like digital dead tired and I almost fell asleep, with it. <laughs> I'm gonna go to bed. Okay. So next
0: time you see us, uh, we are gonna be talking leverage. Season one, episode nine. Yes, episode nine. The stork job. Or no, the snow job.
1: Yeah, the snow job.
0: The snow job. Which is going to be interesting, to say the least.
1: With our leverage crew, it's always interesting.
0: Cheer point. But the next almost paradise episode is a good one. And it's called Lone Wolf.
1: That just <laughs> sounds good. I have yet to watch it, so... Oh, it,
0: it, no, you'll love you'll it. Love you'll it. love it. It's good. You will love it, babe. And so... Uh, yeah. I think that does it. You need to go to bed. So... I need to go to
2: bed, too. I've been up for way too long. Yeah. So. yeah.
1: All right. So see you all next time. Bye, guys.